Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. there my very good friends on today's wrestling news we're going to tell you all about bray wyatt being difficult in wwe is tony khan interested in bringing bray wyatt to AEW? we've got the real reason wwe has cancelled its december pay-per-view and don't worry guys wwe finally knows what its problem is i'm adam wilborn and i'm andy murray and this is the news Let's kick things off by talking about Bray Wyatt and his situation prior to his WWE release. Now, Bray was, of course, let go by WWE on the 31st of July. Andrew Zarian of the Matt Men Pro Wrestling Podcast has come through with some new information on the situation surrounding that. I'm going to read the quote to you. Let's do the thing. These always go really smoothly. <laughs> uh, Bray was being difficult. And I'm going to fill in a lot. I'm not even going to quote because I have the quote and I don't want to quote it. He was a little difficult. He had some performance issues in the ring and he had some weight issues. My friend, I can certainly relate <laughs> to that. Anyway, continuing the quote. Uh, I'm not saying that's the reason. I'm not going to say that's the reason, uh, but you can kind of piece things together. Uh, when you elevate a talent and you're like, okay, we need this and we need that and this is the plan moving forward, uh, you need someone. Sometimes the decision is easier to make if you make it more difficult for them to make that decision. So yeah, Bray's currently serving his 90-day non-compete clause uh, after leaving WWE. Of course, that will expire at the end of October. Um, all kinds of stuff have come out since he was let go by WWE. Freddie Prince Jr., former WWE yeah. writer, Freddie Prince Jr., and the wonderful actor, of course, <laughs> uh, came out on a podcast a month or so ago and said that, hey, you know, Bray and Vince had kind of a little bit of creative tension every now and then. It wasn't always the smoothest relationship, and that may potentially have led to, of course, the infamous Goldberg squash <laughs> in Saudi Arabia. So it's an interesting one to kind of unpack. What do you reckon? Yeah, I, I, I can see sort of both sides here. I can imagine that, you know, Bray Wyatt is a very creative person and Vince has a very specific way he wants people yeah. to do things. So you can see them butting heads there. Um, look, there's a, a multitude of reasons as to why maybe we think that Bray Wyatt was released by WWE. <sighs> was it the right decision? Only time will tell. But I can understand that if WWE were having problems with him creatively or you know trying to get him to, yeah. to do certain things and he wasn't able to do that, 
then it makes that decision to release him. You know, there's a, a swathe of releases going on, of course. It makes that decision a whole lot easier, doesn't it? Yeah, it's an interesting one, this, because Bray is always kind of put over as someone who... Uh, he's clearly someone who has a lot of ideas, right, Bray Wyatt? Yeah. A lot of wild, creative thoughts go through that head of his, and uh, that's often presented as his biggest strength, his mind and everything else. Um, and he's often presented as somebody who had... Creative control is kind of a poison phrase, but you know, someone whose ideas were maybe, maybe he got more on television than other people. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's always kind of portrayed. Um, so if he's like particularly holds these things dear and he's proud of them, and Vince McMahon comes along and medals with them, you can kind of understand his frustration. So it's a multi-layered thing. I tell you what, though, I'm really desperate for Wyndham Rotunda, the former Bray Wyatt, to just jump on a podcast and, and unleash. Let us know what this was really like. How much of the ideas that made it to TV were his? How much? of uh, his other ideas didn't make the TV. What did Vince do? Did he meddle? I think that's going to be a fascinating listen and uh, I'm looking forward to that, really. Open invitation to come on the What Culture Wrestling podcast. I'm trying, believe me. One of the best podcasts out there. But the question is, Andy, does AEW want Bray Wyatt? A whole load of speculation over the last few months all about this. And Tony Khan has addressed it in a recent interview with the New York Post, uh, saying, yes, I really like Wyndham Rotunda. I know him a little bit, and I really enjoy him. The last time I saw him was at Chris Jericho's birthday party. Uh, that was a long time ago. I like him as a person very much, and he's a really talented person. At the right time and place, sure, I'd be interested to talk to him. I'm interested to talk to him in general because he's a great Person. This is something we've sort of alluded to a lot in the past, mm. Andy. I know you said Impact would probably be a, better, be a better fit for him, but you can't deny he is one of the biggest stars to leave WWE as part of those releases. Oh, yeah. And looking at the way that AEW has capitalised on the people that they've picked up, he could be a contender for them. He's uh, absolutely the biggest name let go by WWE this year. I think probably Braun's the nearest one. Yeah. But even then, Bray, in terms of longevity and everything else, he's the, he's the biggest star they've let go, yeah. right? Uh, if I'm forgetting someone glaringly, please yell at me, comment section. <laughs> I deserve it. But um, I think he's a guy you certainly have a conversation with, yes, right? Exactly. And, and figure out what he can do. I, think, I do think creatively he's a better fit for Impact. Um, just thinking, like, some of his more outlandish ideas, they'd be more at home. They've got the Undead Realm. They've got some other wacky stuff going on. But you know, if him and Tony can have a conversation and it turns out that he's got some really sick ideas that would work really well in the AEW universe, ultimately that's what we'll see. Um, I think when you have an opinion like this, when you go, hey, be a better fit over here, you have to always be open to being wrong and accepting yeah. that. And if he comes into AEW and kicks all kinds of ass, I'm here for it. Yeah, excited, excited to see what he does next. And, and yeah, it makes sense that Tony Khan would at the very least want to open that conversation channel with him. Speak with everybody, except Bad people. That's uh, <laughs> December. No pay-per-view. That story broke yesterday. Dave Meltzer talked about it on Wrestling Observer Radio. That has now been corroborated uh, by Fightful Select who come through with a new report on the situation. So they were originally, WWE, going to have a pay-per-view on the 19th of December. TLC. Uh, is the traditional December pay-per-view, but everything's all over the place these days, so I don't know, they might do the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Rumble Mania, come up with a new one. Oh, um, but then they change it to the 12th of December, now there's none. So, according to Fightful Select here, this decision was actually made well over a month ago, with WWE uh, adjusting their schedule accordingly, internally. Um, the reason for this, it's not certain, but it was kind of speculated by the sources that Fightful spoke to here, uh, might be proximity to the uh, New Year's Day show. Yeah. Uh, what's it called again? WWE Day One, which is going down in Atlanta, Georgia. So no December pay-per-view. That right there might be the reason. Um, it means that we've got uh, quite a long gap, really, by WWE standards. We've got 
November Survivor Series, mm-hmm. nothing in December. Then December, uh, January 1st, but then you also at the end of January, you have the Royal Rumble, so it's going to get really busy really quickly. Um, yeah, the December pay-per-view cancellations, kind of whatever. Often, we've actually finished work for the year, us two, by the time that one goes off, so it doesn't really affect us too much. Um, but day one, I tell you what, that sounds like a fun hungover watch on New Year's Day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I will still be in a post-Christmas food coma, probably. I'm a little bit <laughs> devastated, because like you say, that always, for me, signalled Christmas was here. Yeah. I'd sit there, wrapping my presents, occasionally glancing up to watch Bray Wyatt on fire. <laughs> Um, but, I, I, yeah, I also am kind of on board with it because I don't want them to put a pay-per-view on and then two weeks later put another pay-per-view on because sure. they are incapable of building, you know, a mini story arc with all yeah. that. They just, I mean, they burn through story arcs anyway, even long-term, so I'm kind of damned if I do and damned if I don't sort of thing. But, yeah, I, I think if you've got that one on New Year's Day and the Rumble, you don't really need something. And maybe they'll hopefully put some good title matches on TV instead of all yeah, this. Load those puppies up. But yeah, uh, I can't believe that there's not going to be a TLC this year. So probably going to have done with doing more extreme stuff with extreme rules. There's not going to be any scrubs either. Uh, thankfully, uh, WWE figured out what their big problem is, though. WWE has realised that the big issue has is age. It is not Old fogies. in denial of its age problem anymore, according to one Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio, who says they are very much aware that they have a lot of wrestlers 40 and above in the prominent main roster positions, and they blame it all on NXT, of course, because, yeah, sure. they, they had a lot of people, <laughs> uh, older wrestlers, who came through NXT. I mean, if you wanted them to come to the main roster earlier... You could have just put them on the main roster earlier, but still, they are talking now about NXT Dubai. Oh, and the need to develop younger wrestlers in their 20s and what have you. That's why we've seen that shift so much uh, on that brand. And uh, yeah, that's hopefully the change they're going to make going forward. But I mean, you look at some of the pay-per-view lineups who's on the main events and what have you, and a lot of them are old guys. Yeah, a lot of people in prominent positions. Bobby Lashley, Goldberg, of course, is the, the one everyone will mention. Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, lots and lots of 40-plus wrestlers. U- utilizing these older wrestlers in itself isn't inherently a problem, right? Um, it's the way that they're often utilized. It's often at the expense of younger talent mm-hmm. rather than used to enhance them. Um, so it's good to know that WWE are kind of aware of this and see this as an issue. Whether or not they will be able to develop 20-somethings who can come onto the main roster and, and take some of these spots yeah. benefit from working with them perhaps uh, time will tell you know NXT 2.0 is five weeks old it's way too early to jump to any conclusions in that regard um, but like it's just nice to know that they're aware of the issue I look forward to seeing them address it um, look I really enjoyed the Tully Blanchard match in 2021 <laughs> you can use you can use old wrestlers well uh, let's just figure out how to master that in WWE yeah it's exactly it's striking that balance isn't it? there's no need to necessarily get rid of Brock Lesnar completely there's no need to say at a certain age point you are cut off yeah. but also Silly. at the same time why not utilise the Austin theories the younger talent that you're bringing through eventually the brawn breakers of this world I think it makes a lot of sense uh, I'm just looking forward to the pay-per-view that my sources tell me is actually going to replace TLC and that's New Blood Rising of course oh Judy uh, Bagwell back coming our way get the forklift for all the New Blood and was it the is it ECW they call themselves the New Breed yes sir uh, 
Well, well. <laughs> excited for all that. Anyway, let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWE. Of course, you want to get in touch with us. Dell starts us off saying, Morning, Legends. What's the silliest thing you've seen a wrestler do before a match? Mine is the way that they test the strength of a steel cage like they're, blood, they're a bloody structural engineer. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's Goldberg headbutting a door. Yeah. Uh, silly sausage of a man. He busts himself open, concusses himself sometimes. Uh, according to It's just a weird, weird situation. Yeah. It was the one where he came out with blood already trickling (laughs) down his head, and you were like, you're right there, Billy. (laughs) Yeah. All right, pal. I'm going to give a shout-out to our former WCPW days, and this was more accidental, but along a similar vein. Primate uh, head-butted a bin once before a hardcore match to get myself all riled up, but somehow head-butted it into a point, and yeah, busted himself wide open before that match even began. (laughs) So yeah, if you need to set yourself up, maybe a few... Words in the mirror or a motivational CD rather than, you know, headbutting stuff is the way forward, guys. Jake, 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 Jake. gives us our final question, uh, second question even of the day, saying, since WWE will not have any pay-per-views after the Survivor Series this year, do you think that will mean they will do television specials instead? And is that something that interests you or terrifies you? <laughs> uh, I'd be interested in them loading up a few episodes of TV for sure. Give us some big title matches like you mentioned earlier on. Um, I don't necessarily know if they'll go for any specials, but... It's not going to be AEW-esque, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do like a Winter is Coming style no. show. Um, but look, if they do like Crazy Christmas, why the hell not? <laughs> yeah, why well, not? they've got what, Super Sized Smackdown, I believe it's they called do, tonight. Yeah. Which is, I wonder why they're calling it that. Yeah. Just a, intriguing. It's because the Burger King's going to be on it. Right, okay. Um, but I hope so. I think that this is, a, this is a way to fill that gap, like I said, because, yeah, if you give them, what would it be? five, six weeks to build to a pay-per-view on New Year's Day, they're just going to ruin it after three weeks. (laughs) So, yeah, let's just hoy some specials in there instead. Anthony Ekwen gives us our final question of the day, saying, with The Rock versus Roman Reigns seemingly headlining WrestleMania in 2023, <laughs> uh, and Dwayne saying he may strongly consider a run for US president in 2024, uh, what do you guys think of the first ever Universal slash WWE champion as POTUS? Yes. I think... Well, he gets my vote. I can't vote, so he gets my vote. I love The Rock. What are his... Uh, I don't really uh, know what his policies are. I, yeah, I was going to say, what are, his, what are his politics imagine. like? It doesn't matter what his politics are. Imagine is. him in the debate. This is the whole thing. Like, at the end of the day, I think we've seen fairly a lot recently, not just in the US, in the UK, worldwide. Yeah. It's a personality contest, isn't it? It's not about actual decent policies. Not to get too political here, but... If he could end every speech with, if you're some people who's going to go, yeah, vote, vote for that guy. Fair enough. All right, let's go. Don't have a chat about politics in the comments, yeah, eh? Let's just have, have fun, shall we? Uh, let's move on to today's and finally, um, and the fantastic news that it looks like Don Callis is going to be managing Hook. <laughs> I saw this. Just great <laughs> developments with Hook. Uh, there was a great po- photo post the other day from friend of the channel, Taz. It was himself, his son, Hook, and action bloody Bronson hanging out, make Hook and Bronson a tag team right now and Don Callis responded Hook is an excellent athlete crossover potential needs a manager 
Yes. Can we get Action Bronson in the ring? That yeah. guy's been putting in the work over the past What's the couple of years. Is it F That's Delicious? F That's Delicious. That's Great right. Show. That's right. Get Big Body Bess in there as well. Yeah. Why not? Get him on. Get him on a shot of brandy and just let him just tear up the place. Yeah. Absolutely. That is going to be a wild old show. But yes, give give Action Bronson a live mic, and, and let's just see what happens. Shall he is we? Mr. Wonderful after all. Rest guy. in peace, Paul Wonder. Uh, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Cool Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. We're going to be looking ahead to Rampage and SmackDown a little bit later. And of course, we've got WrestleCulture with a hashtag bloody good quiz to come later on today. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, you can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... Follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for help. And you can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And thanks to Kevin Dunn for the speed edit now. Let's go for it, Phil. Hey, 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 hey. Thanks for watching. We'll see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.